Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life with another episode of Live on Purpose Radio. Joining me today is Deanna Singh. Deanna is the author of Purposeful Hustle. And there's something about that title that brought us together. I think we're going to have a fun conversation. Deanna, welcome to Live on Purpose Radio. Thank you so much. It's so great to be with you today. Deanna, this book, Purposeful Hustle, probably just magically appeared on your shelf one day, right? (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not, because there is a process to this whole thing. To help our listeners understand where this came from, would you take a moment to share with us a little piece of your journey, how you got to this? Because I know that there's a lot of purpose behind this book and behind this title. I know that you are not only a business leader and author, but also a mom and a person (laughs) who is engaged in life in so many other ways. Tell us a little bit about you, where you come from and how you got here. Sure. So this idea of purposeful hustle really is the culmination, I would say, of my entire life, right? And the many lessons and really many mistakes that I've made along my pathway. But the reason why I wrote the book is because I have a really eclectic background. So I have been at the leadership level in so many different sectors. I have you know, taught from elementary all the way up to the postgraduate level. I was the CEO of multiple companies, ran foundations. I have a law degree, a business degree, right? Like just lots and lots of stuff. And I wow. don't enumerate them because I'm trying to be boastful, but just to illustrate like how eclectic my past has been. So when people look at my LinkedIn profile or they look at the company that I operate right now, they're like, what is going on? What is wrong with you? What ah. are you doing? Why do why are you doing all these different things? And for me, uh-huh. the answer is really simple. It's because I've led I've let my purpose lead me into the spaces that I've gone into. And so my purpose is to shift power to marginalized communities. And because that's my purpose, what it's done is it's taken me into different sectors and different places and different parts of the world. And, and I've just really followed that and tried to stay true to that. So I've never looked for a job title. I've never looked for even like geography or pay or any of that. I've always looked for, is this going to allow me to live more in my purpose? And so what happened is I had a lot of people who were asking me like, how do you do that? Right. So how do you find your purpose? Number one. And then how do you hustle in that space? How do you actually, you know, live and breathe and and bring that purpose to life? And so the book was in response to the fact that I just didn't have enough time in the day to meet with all the people who wanted to have that conversation, but I wanted to provide as much of a resource as I could. And so it, it came into a book format. You you mentioned your purpose and it just rolled off of your lips so quickly. <laughs> I want to make sure that we don't miss this to shift power to marginalized communities. Did Absolutely. I catch that correctly? You got it perfectly. That deserves just a little bit of attention before we yeah. get into the purpose conversation. Tell us just a little bit more about that because that sounds fascinating. So, 
or anybody who will stand still long enough, I am happy to tell them that this is my purpose statement and to explain what I mean. So thank you for asking me that question. Yes. But the reason why that's my purpose and what I mean by that is that I think that every single person in the world is individually positioned to do something very unique. Like just that we have a fingerprint that allows us to do something, you know, like to open up our phones and do, I think everybody has the same thing when it comes to purpose. And my theory of change is that if more people were connected to that inner purpose and they had given themselves the permission to live in that inner purpose, then we could literally change the world. And so Mm. when I say shifting power to marginalized communities, what I'm saying is not that I want to, that I know all the answers or that I have, it's that I think all the answers actually already exist. We just haven't necessarily like told people, Hey, you have the power already inside you. Just turn it on, turn yourself on so that Uh. you can do the things that you're supposed to do in the world. And so that's what I'm trying to do is trying to think about systems and structures and processes and procedures and thought processes that really take away power from marginalized communities Mm. and trying to break them. I think you and I are on a similar mission here. I think so too. (laughs) Really, Deanna, this is what drew us together in the first place, because that purpose is not always seen. And then you mentioned thought processes that can get in the way. That's my specialty as a psychologist. And sometimes people get into what I call a victim paradigm or mindset, where they might blame or see as the cause of their stuckness something outside of them. Right. And connecting with their purpose can allow them to overcome whatever perceived barriers there are and rise up to fulfill that purpose. And when you said marginalized communities, I I think of all of the hundreds of thousands of people who have brilliance locked inside of a, a, a culture or a circumstance that doesn't have to limit them. But if they were able to see that true purpose, it could it could really change the world. Oh, I 100% agree that we, you know, people, I ran a lot of foundations. So people would say, Mm -hmm. oh, is it money? Is it policy? Is it? And I said, no, it really isn't that, right? Like those are things. And we have organizations that do, we should be funding appropriately. And we have, you know, all these different things that should be happening. I agree. And policies that need to change and all of that is really Mm -hmm. important. But I think that the most change comes on the individual level. It's the human to human interaction that happens. And it is that unleashing of, of the true essence of who you are, right. you know, and, and it takes a lot. It takes a lot. It's scary. And that's what the hustle part of the book talks about. We talk about initiative, courage, curiosity, and resiliency, because you're going to fail. It's mm. going to be scary. It's definitely going to be hard to get out there. And you're going to have to get over just wanting to research and plan and do something. So we talk right. about like how you get past those, those challenges. That's the, the kind of second half of the, of the book. I love also, we didn't even mention the subtitle. <laughs> the thing that comes after the purposeful hustle and it has to do with the uniqueness that you were talking about earlier, that every individual on this planet has a, a unique set of, of skills and talents and interests and passions, and that those can be used to enhance and enrich and uplift the lives of other people to right. make a difference on the planet. And that's the economic connection. That's right. I think. Yeah, for sure. Because that 
that is it. I mean, that's the, that's the true answer. And there's lots of complicated ways to get to it, but I think it's, it comes back down to something just as simple as what is your purpose and are you going to have the courage to live in it? Courage implies fear. Yes, it does. Some people think it's the absence of fear. It's not. Oh no, 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 no. People always say that, you know, I I had, I had to have an intervention with my team because they kept saying, oh, I'd like to introduce you to our fearless leader. And I was like, who are you talking about? Cause it is not me. I know. I'd like to meet this person too. There's somebody who can fear, fear this. No, that's not real. But what I try to tell people is that it's not that I'm fearless, but I do fear less like two separate words. And the reason why I fear less is because I've practiced being courageous. You know, a lot of times I say these words, people like, especially the word courage, they're like, Oh, that's something you're born into. Yeah. You know what I mean? You either have it or you don't have it. That is Mm -hmm. absolutely the opposite of true, right? There are ways to practice being courageous. And so that is what I spend a lot of my time doing is helping people get into those spaces where they're uncomfortable where they're going to fail, right? Like it's guaranteed. Deanna, step in and be like, I can do this. <laughs> you have been there. Yes. In fact, you still visit there on occasion, I'm sure. Daily. <laughs> it's easy for people. I, I think they can look at you and, and see this long list of accomplishments in education and business and leadership and and you're an author and you're on Live On Purpose radio for people. I mean, you're this amazing superwoman. No, you're no. Deanna. You're a human being who has been there and done that. You've felt it. Can you just share, before we get into our break today, can you share just a little snippet of that so people understand that they can get to where they need to be or where they could be they're going to have to go through that process just like you did. When, oh, absolutely. When did you come up against this yourself, this, this fear, this paralysis? Oh, I literally do practice it on a daily basis. And I think one of the things that I get frustrated with, it, and I understand it's kind of the way we've set up our culture, is that we end up talking a lot about people's mountaintops but we don't really talk about their valley. Uh, and so what ends up happening is if you're in a valley, you're like, I could never get to the top of that mountain because that's right. what we're talking about, right? And so for example, one of the things that I'm, I'm working on right now is called a fails-a-me. So instead of a resume, it's a, a fails-a-me. A fails-a-me, all the things that I've failed at. And I've been doing this little vlog series. It's been fun, right? To share with the world. Here are all the things that I failed at, but I'm doing it because I think it's important for us to be able to take ownership of those failures. I mean, I, you know, I tell people all the time, there are times where I'm walking into something like, I don't know anything about this. I shouldn't be going to the space. This is way outside of my comfort zone. And so one of the things that I'll do is I'll make this little chart and it says three categories. Number one, what is, what are all the things that I'm afraid of? Even the tiny things and the really big things, all of them. Second column, what's the probability that they'll come to be? Is it high, low, or medium? And I just write it down, right? Like realistically, is it high, low, or medium? And then I have a category called mitigation. So what is it that I could do to mitigate it, right? Right? Like I'm afraid that um, I- I'm an imposter. Okay, well, you feel like an imposter? What is it that you'd need to do to be able to feel more comfortable? Well, I, I might need to do a little bit more reading. I-, I might need to bring in a person who's a professional. I might need to, whatever it is, right? And as soon as I put that down, 
all of a sudden, anything that was at a high becomes a medium or a low, right? Everything moves down. It takes again. It down a at, notch. At least one notch. And sometimes it just takes it off of my list altogether. When we leave it in our heads and let it just like accumulate right there, it gets bigger. It gets out yeah. of control. And so, yeah, oh, there's... Right. Yeah, there's tons of things that happen like that. And if I don't sit down and actually put pen to paper and write it out, I just get stuck. But as soon as I do it, it's like one of my easy tricks, takes me less than five minutes to do most of the time. And I can take a deep breath too, and then boom, go forward. Deanna, this is why you fear less. Yes. <laughs> you're not the fearless leader. You're the fearless leader. Leader, that's right. <laughs> you know how to take it down a notch. That is so helpful. You know what? I've I've long known and as as a psychologist that untended stories mm-hmm. tend to spiral out of control. Oh yes. The, you know those stories in our right. mind, and they're not even true most of the time. No, absolutely not. So you're inviting us to do what I call metacognition, to go to a higher level of thinking, to think about our own thinking long enough to just check it out, just analyze it a bit. And in doing so, we can actually have a higher level of control over that very thinking. Absolutely. Ah, this is fun. (laughs) Yeah, as we come back from this break, I would love to get to some of those practical ideas that you were referring to earlier when you said, well, how do you do it? How do you get there? How do you find your purpose? Can we go there when we get back? Absolutely. I can't wait. Oh, I can't either. But we'll wait just briefly while we (laughs) take this break. Folks, this is Deanna Singh today at Live On Purpose Radio. We'll be right back. Hey, Live On Purpose family. I know you're a fan of personal development, and that's why you're here on the podcast. Something else that I think you would really like is Live On Purpose TV. Come on over to youtube.com forward slash Live On Purpose TV, where you will find daily episodes that are all geared toward powering up your personal development program. I'm looking forward to seeing you there. And we're back. Deanna Singh at Live On Purpose Radio today, the author of Purposeful Hustle. Hustle implies work. It implies (laughs) get out there and move your feet a little bit. Oh, yes. (laughs) Love that. Deanna, the action-oriented approach that that you advocate helps people to get out of their own way. Mm hmm connect with the unique set of gifts and talents that they have to really make a difference in the lives of other people. And I mentioned earlier, that's the economic connection too, because when you start to enrich the lives of other people, there's an economic exchange and we could probably spend a couple hours on that. As you were sharing your story earlier, you, you started to get into how, how people often ask you, well, how do you do it? Mm-hmm. How does it? How do you find your purpose? How do you get out of this place where, where you're feeling stuck and actually move forward? And I think you've got some ideas around that. I'm guessing. I do. I do. I do. So the first thing that I tell people that they should do is really to name their purpose and write it down. Now I'll get some pushback, and people will say, "Well, I don't know what my purpose is. I have no idea. I've never thought about this, and I don't even know where I would start." And I always say to them, I betcha, 
and I'm I'm normally right too, Dr. Paul, but I say I bet Of course you, you are. <laughs> I betcha that you actually do know what your purpose is. I bet it is right underneath the surface. Mm-hmm. But because you haven't given yourself the time to think about it and you haven't required yourself to write it down, you you feel like it's really far away. So I tell people the number one thing that you can do is sit down and give yourself give yourself the gift of an hour, give yourself the gift of two hours, whatever it is that you think that you could put aside. Turn everything off, sit down, and ask yourself some really important questions. Now in the book, I lay out a whole series of questions, but the big ones are like, what am I uniquely positioned to do? What is my, what is, what do I have, you know, in my, in my story, in my historical story that makes me uh, who I am today? Mm-hmm. What could I talk about endlessly? right? Read about endlessly. What am I, what could I get consumed with when I get into my flow? What does that feel like? Why am I in my flow? What is it about where I think and what I see that looks different than maybe what we see and think right now in the world, right? What are those things? And once you spend the time just reflecting and just writing those things down, what you're going to see is that, yeah, there are some things that you are super passionate about. There are some things that are only part of your history, some skills that you have, some some experiences that you have that can bring to bear and got you to the place where you became so passionate about this thing, right? And then if you just take the time to write it down, it has, doesn't have to be grammatically correct. It doesn't have to be all inspiring. You don't have to tattoo it to your forehead, you know, but you do have to write it down. And the reason why I say write it down is because once you write it down, then you can test it, right? Then you can say, and this is one of my favorite tests, I will open my, my, I, in sessions, I will take a look at my, my email inbox. I'll make a list of all the things that I've been requested to do. You know, just people send you all kinds of requests, right? Write right. them all with a group of people who are mostly almost all the time strangers. I will say, this is what my purpose statement is. This is what it means to me. And here are the things that I've been, have been requested of me this week by email, by my family, by whatever, what should I say yes to? And what should I say no to? And then I stop talking. And I let this group of strangers take my purpose statement, look at my list and help me understand and say, you should say yes to that, maybe to that, and definitely no to that thing. Now, if a group of strangers can use my purpose to be able to to do that work, that is pretty impressive. Imagine what you could do with yourself. So I think naming your purpose is so critical because it will help you guide your footsteps. Where should I go? Where should I be putting my energy? Where should I be putting my time? Where should I be putting my money? Right. That's why it rolled off of your lips so early or so easily earlier in our Yes. Because <laughs> I use it all the time, all the time. You know, should I do live on purpose? Absolutely, I should do live on purpose. Why? Because this is the uh, this is a, a podcast that is trying to get at these critical components. It it targets back to this idea of shifting power, making sure people understand their own power. So I yeah. can say yes to this, right? Because it fits your purpose. It's my purpose. And I realized as you were sharing this, Deanna, that I have done that. I and, and it rolls off of my lips easily. My purpose is to save and enrich key relationships. It's amazing. And that's why I said yes to this interview. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You reached out to me because you could tell that my purpose was in sync with right. your purpose. And right. I read the email that you sent me saying, hey, here's my purpose. Does it fit your purpose? And I'm like, heck, yes, it does. Let's talk. (laughs) That's right. So that's just an example of why it's so important to become clear about it 
Now, you, you said that it doesn't have to be clearly or powerfully or eloquently articulated at this point. No, absolutely not. It's, and it's really more of a process than an event. Would you agree? I agree. I think people ask me all the time, well, can your purpose change? Normally the essence of your purpose doesn't really change. The core of it, probably not. No, but the, but the words you use will change, right? What it means to you, how you're able to define it and what you do to get there, to get to a place where it will roll right off your tongue, where you feel really confident that that's where it's at is after you've practiced and you've put it to test. Does this really work? Am I really feeling this? You know, Have I learned something that allows me to make it even clearer? And use those experiences to, to continue to refine it. So you're suggesting that we pay attention to what lights us up. Yes. What we're drawn to, what we read about, what we think about, what we can't stop talking about. And you know what? I think it's so close to us that sometimes we don't realize the potential right. value of it. Right. Because it comes so naturally to us. You know, Deanna, when I started to really discover and articulate what my purpose was, I had this thought, this feeling. Oh, I hoped it was that. <laughs> that funny. That is funny. <laughs> Because we don't, it's like, well, but how could I ever make a living doing that? You know, we'll get in our own way right? and overthink it. Right. I believe kind of like what you shared earlier, that, that everyone's purpose is not only unique, but holds immense potential value for other people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's the funny thing is that people will say, well, does my purpose have to be about changing the world? It doesn't have to be like, oh, I'm going to change the world. But here's the thing. I have never met somebody who articulated the purpose without talking about the impact they could have with other people. It's almost like it naturally happens, right? You talk about what you can bring so that we all collectively can be better. That's awesome. Right. That's awesome. That is one of the sweetest compensations. <laughs> yeah. You can't really hone in on your own purpose without impacting the lives of other people. That's right. And yeah. as a community, we are all enriched and enhanced as a result of that. Yeah. And here's the thing I tell people all the time. You really want to get serious about this? If you don't live in your purpose, you are preventing somebody else from living in their purpose because oh. we're interconnected. And that doesn't feel good, but it's the truth. It's absolutely the truth. If you're not living in your purpose, you are probably standing in the way of somebody else living in theirs. And in that way, the fear that we feel becomes a very selfish motive to not reach out. That's right. <laughs> That's it. Ooh, ouch. <laughs> I know, right? So the only, the only truly moral way to handle this is to get connected to your purpose. That's right. It is. It's a, it's a moral obligation because if you leave this world, not having fulfilled what you said, set out to do or what you could do, then we have a gap, right? We have a gap. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I got to attend a concert uh, of Ben Rector recently. I don't know if you know Ben and his music. Uh, I love, love, love his music because he connects with my purpose through his music and I love the way that he articulates it and presents it. And he's a very talented man. And as you were just sharing this, I'm, I'm so grateful that Ben Rector was willing 
to get out of his own way and live his purpose because my life's better since he did. That's right. That's right. And you know what? You'll hear a song and that song will inspire you to do something, to write something, to say something, to reach out to somebody. And then that will inspire, right? It's a ripple effect. Right. It's a ripple effect. And so I think it's just, it's so awesome. And when you see people thriving, right? And when you get to be a part of that, oh, there's nothing better than having those moments like that. You know, you say like, take it to the bank, like that takes it to your heart bank, to your soul bank. That's what fuels you. Because when you can be part of that process, wow, there is literally nothing better, I think, in the world. I think this is the sweet spot that we we do what we love for those yeah. who love what we do. Right. And you can't eliminate either part of that equation. Nope. Because that completes the purpose. So when you do this, what you're suggesting, this purposeful hustle, and you get connected with your purpose, and people will call you at all times of the day and night. <laughs> I apologize. I don't know how my computer started ringing. <laughs> this isn't the first technology problem that Deanna and I have run into today as we're bringing to you this episode of Live On Purpose. <laughs> But my thought about that was that as we connect to our purpose, we get to have a better life. Our life improves, but that's only the selfish part of it. Because as we connect to our purpose, other people's lives improve too. And it puts them in position, as you pointed out, to actually live their purpose as well. This is how literally every individual on this planet can change the world. That's right. That's right. It's going to take all of us. So cool. (laughs) Deanna, this has been a fun conversation for me. I love having uh, discussions with people who are on purpose, and you clearly are. Thank you. Can you share with us? I know some of our listeners are going to want to connect to your book, for example, or to to see your TED Talk, or... (laughs) To, to somehow connect with Deanna Singh. So where's the best place for them to go to do that? Well, thank you very much for that. I think the best place for people to go is to my website. So it's www.deannadeannasingh.com. When you go onto the website, you can subscribe to our vlogs. So we like to put out like a weekly vlog, um, I'm not sophisticated enough to spam you, so that will not happen. But it does allow for you to see some of the things that we're working on. The fails that include the fails of May. The fails of May is up there. Uh, some of the other kind of projects that we're working on, what it looks like to shift power to marginalized communities. You can see some of the other books that we've uh, we've put out into print. We have some children's books, and so it's a good way to just see how some of this stuff um, exists. And that's where you can buy a copy of the Purposeful Hustle. Which will soon be on my shelf of fame. <laughs> Fantastic. And if you don't go to the website, you can also get it on Amazon and Barnes and Noble and all the other places too. But uh, the website's more fun. Wonderful. Deanna, thank you so much for your contributions today. Just as a recap, folks, uh, Deanna Singh, and that's spelled D E A N N A S I N G H dot com. That's the website. You can connect to Deanna, her book, Purposeful Hustle, and the other amazing offerings that she has, including the Failsame vlog. I'm (laughs) looking forward to seeing that as well. Deanna, thank you so much for your presence here today at Live on Burps Radio. 
Thank you so much. This has been so awesome. I appreciate all that you're doing. So keep on doing it. Folks, you've heard it from the leader who fears less. <laughs> it's now your time to go live on purpose. Yeah.